0: Good morning and a warm welcome to your show, Sunny Mornings in San Diego. I'm your host, Melissa, and it's Saturday, February 24th. Welcome to your bonus episode. Coming up on today's show, we'll get right into the surf report and the weather outlook. Then we'll jump into the recap of all the best news from the week in sports, tech, science, and entertainment. And here's the surf report. Expect a new west-northwest swell, with need of waist-high waves in the morning, improving to to chest-to-head-high at select spots. Early light wind promise clean conditions, but watch for a westerly onshore breeze in the afternoon. Sunday shows smaller waves, and the start of next week brings a modest northwest swell. Midweek might see mixed swells and onshore wind. March begins with potential storms and swells impacting Southern California. Saturday in Ocean Beach and South San Diego, it's looking good and clean at three to five feet before 9 a.m. with a four-foot incoming high tide at 7 a.m. After 9 a.m., conditions turn to fair at four to six feet. Best time to ride is before 9 a.m. Sunday has similar conditions with waves in the three-foot range. Air temps for the morning surf are around 58 degrees. The first high tide Saturday will be five and a half feet just before 8 a.m. with a minus half foot low tide at 3.30 p.m. The nearshore buoy at Scripps in La Jolla reads 60 degrees for the water temperature. Checking out the weather in the San Diego area. This morning, it's cloudy and 56 degrees with no wind. The sunset will take place at 5.41 p.m., and it will rise again tomorrow at 6.21 a.m. It looks like we're in for a partly sunny day, with a high near 72 and calm wind. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around 54. Looking ahead in the weather, we'll see a partly sunny Sunday with a high near 66 degrees and a Northwest wind at five to 10 mile per hour. Sunday night, there's a slight chance of rain after 4 a.m. with lows around 54. Monday brings a 40% chance of rain after 10 a.m. with cloudy skies and a high near 65. Rain is likely Monday night, especially after 10 p.m., Now here's the top local news from the week. Maria Village in Encinitas, a mixed-use project with 94 apartments, a 32-room hotel, and commercial buildings is progressing after a year-long negotiation over hotel room affordability. Initially approved in August 2022, it faced delays due to disagreements with the California Coastal Commission on low-cost hotel rooms, In October, a resolution was reached with Fenway Capital, the developer, agreeing to pay over a million dollars instead of including the required amount of low-cost rooms in the project. It is to be stressed this payment is not a bribe and will supposedly fund other affordable local projects. The project, which does include 19 affordable housing units, is now awaiting building permits with a groundbreaking expected later this year. I believe it is still undecided whether or not the rooms with an ocean view will be earmarked for the affordability treatment. Californians have a unique opportunity to protect their homes from earthquakes. The Earthquake Brace and Bolt Program is offering grants to retrofit homes built before 1980 with wood frames and raised foundations. Previously limited to only three zip codes in San Diego, The program has expanded to 15 zip codes in 2024. Homeowners can receive funding for seismic retrofits, which involve bolting the house's foundation and bracing any cripple walls. Eligible income homeowners make it an additional $7,000. The deadline for applications is February 21st. It's crucial to prepare for earthquakes by having a home survival kit and understanding safety measures. President Joe Biden approved a major disaster declaration for San Diego County following the devastating storms in January. This federal declaration enables residents and business owners in the hardest hit areas to access grants, low-cost loans, and other recovery programs The storm, which occurred on January 22nd, resulted in over 800 damaged homes. California Governor Gavin Newsom affirms the White House's commitment to aid California in times of disaster. The funds are designated for temporary housing, home repairs, and covering uninsured property losses. In response, local officials have been assessing damage and advocating for FEMA's disaster declaration. Public infrastructure and several schools in San Diego County suffered extensive damage, with estimated costs reaching millions. The city of San Diego plans to collaborate with FEMA and state emergency services to establish disaster recovery centers. The Cabrillo National Monument's tide pools were closed yesterday due to a sewage spill at Point Luma Wastewater Treatment Plant situated about half a mile north. The incident, resulting in almost 6,000 gallons of sewage spillage, prompted a warning from National Park Service officials. While the coastal trail remains open, the surrounding water areas, extending a quarter mile both north and south of the plant, are also closed. The closure will continue until tests confirm the water is safe. Investigations into the spill's cause are ongoing. For updates on water safety, visit sdbeachinfo.com. China plans to send a new pair of giant pandas to San Diego Zoo, symbolizing renewed friendship with the US. The move comes after most pandas on loan were returned amid strained US-China relations. San Diego Zoo, which returned its last pandas in 2019, eagerly anticipates the arrival of the male and female bears, pending permit approvals. This gesture follows a meeting between President Saxi Jinping and Joe Biden, aiming to ease tensions. The female panda may be a descendant of Bai Yan and Gogo, the zoo's previous inhabitants. Panda diplomacy has been a hallmark of US-China relations since 1972. The species, once near extinction, now counts over 1,800 in the wild in captivity, thanks to conservation efforts. The return of pandas to US zoos was uncertain last year, but recent developments signal a positive shift. Now on to sports. The Oakland Athletics' potential relocation to Las Vegas, is now shrouded in uncertainty. ESPN reporter Jeff Bassan, appearing on Pardon the Interruption, highlighted widespread doubts about the move's feasibility, citing the athletics' history of organizational mishaps. Critically, even Las Vegas Mayor has expressed skepticism. The A's, known for their less than stellar management, have struggled with simple tasks raising questions about their capacity to manage such a significant relocation. This skepticism is rooted in a series of blunders, including a poorly received farewell gift to Miguel Cabrera and subpar concession stand offerings, reflecting broader issues in fan engagement and operational confidence. The complexity of relocating a major sports team adds to the challenge, making the successful execution of this move appear increasingly uncertain. In other sports news, the NBA All-Star game was last night. The East beat the West 211-186. In a new MLB Network special, managers Joe Madden of the Chicago Cubs and Terry Francona of the Cleveland Indians Revisit the iconic 2016 World Series Game 7. Hosted by Bob Costas and Tom Verducci, the program airs Thursday at 8 Eastern. This game, known for its historical significance due to long-standing championship droughts of both teams, is analyzed for its dramatic twists. He moments discussed include Dexter Fowler's lead-off home run, Kluber's fatigue from pitching on short rest and strategic insights from both managers. The broadcast highlights pivotal plays like John Lester's relief appearance, Andrew Miller's pitching, and David Ross's crucial home run. Special attention is given to Rajai Davis's game-tying homer in the eighth inning. The special also covers the final innings, rain delay strategies and post-game reflections, providing a unique behind-the-scenes perspective of this unforgettable game. I'll be tuning into that one. The college football playoff has adopted a new 5 plus 7 format for its 12-team expanded playoff. This system includes five automatic qualifying spots for the highest ranked conference champions and seven at-large spots. The shift from the original 6 plus 6 model occurred after the Pac-12 was reduced to two members. The College Football Board of Managers, which includes a university president from each of the 10 FBS leagues, and Notre Dame unanimously supported this change. The Pac-12, despite falling short of the membership minimum for an automatic birth, benefits from increased at-large spots. The expanded playoff begins next season with the four highest ranked conference champions receiving buys into the quarterfinals. First round games will start the third week of December competing with the NFL. Quarterfinals are scheduled for New Year's with semifinals in mid-January to avoid clashing with the NFL's wildcard weekend. The championship game is set for January 20th, 2025. This format will be in place for at least the next two years. In 1980, at the Winter Olympics in Lake Placid, New York, a momentous event unfolded in the world of sports. The U.S. Olympic hockey team, composed of young, talented college players, faced the formidable Soviet Union team, unbeaten in the Olympics, since 1964. Despite the odds in the Soviets' previous 10 to 3 victory over the US, the American team, under coach Per Brooks, triumphed in a game that came to be known as the miracle on ice. This victory was more than just a sports win. It was a significant morale boost for America, then grappling with the Iran hostage crisis and other political turmoil. The game symbolized a triumph of determination and spirit, etching itself as a pivotal moment in sports history. Denver Nuggets star Nikola Jokic achieved a remarkable feat, recording a triple-double against every NBA team except his own. This accomplishment places him in an elite group with LeBron James and Russell Westbrook, who have triple-doubles against every team, including their own. Jokic's latest performance against the Washington Wizards Featuring 14 points, 16 rebounds, and 12 assists solidified this record. While Jokic could technically join James and Westbrook by leaving Denver, such a move isn't anticipated. His consistent ability to make history is a testament to his extraordinary talent and impact on the game. In top news, Scientists are exploring groundbreaking geoengineering techniques to combat climate change as traditional methods to reduce greenhouse gas emissions are lagging. These methods include spraying salt water into clouds, injecting reflective particles into the sky, and altering ocean chemistry. These once taboo approaches, now receiving funding and attention, aim to reflect sunlight away from Earth or absorb atmospheric CO2. For example, a project off Australia's coast seeks to brighten clouds in order to cool the Great Barrier Reef's waters, while in Israel, reflective particles are being tested to cool the atmosphere. In Massachusetts, researchers plan to reduce ocean acidity and absorb CO2 by adding sodium hydroxide to seawater. While these innovative experiments offer potential short-term climate solutions, they are met with caution due to risks like altered rainfall patterns, or harm to marine life. The United Nations Environmental Assembly is debating the implications of such interventions, underlining the delicate balance between innovative solutions and unforeseen consequences. The World Health Organization declared in 2023 that no amount of alcohol is safe for health challenging the notion that moderate drinking can be beneficial. This statement, reinforced by research in the Lancet Public Health Report, categorizes alcohol as a group one carcinogen, emphasizing its toxic and dependency-inducing nature. Studies highlight increased cancer risks even with minimal alcohol consumption. Additionally, University of Oxford researchers in 2021 linked any alcohol intake to reduced brain function. In 2022, data from over 300,000 individuals indicated that light drinking elevates the risk of hypertension and coronary artery disease. It is important to note, the perceived heart health benefits in light drinkers were attributed to healthier lifestyles, not alcohol consumption. Dr. Rem suggests that while no alcohol is risk-free, the health risks escalate with higher consumption. This growing evidence suggests reevaluating our drinking habits with an emphasis on reducing alcohol intake for better health. Have you ever heard of aptonyms? It's when your name eerily aligns with your career. Take Frank Fish, a marine biologist, or Carla Dove who leads the Feather Identification Lab at the Smithsonian, handling all things avian? Greg Pond, an aquatic biologist, echoes this unique coincidence, his surname mirroring his water-focused career. These are not isolated instances, but part of a fascinating pattern where names can curiously link to professions. This phenomenon extends to other areas too, like Betsy Weatherhead, an atmospheric scientist, and Jay Sukchung, a blue crab researcher. Their names unexpectedly have become significant parts of their professional identity, sometimes even influencing opportunities. While some might see these names as mere coincidences, studies suggest there might be subtle psychological influences at play, with people possibly gravitating towards careers that reflect their names. In a world where names often blend into the background, for these individuals, their names stand out, adding a memorable twist to their professional journeys. Nielsen's latest report reveals YouTube as the top TV streaming service in the U.S. for 12 consecutive months, capturing 8.6% of television screen viewing. Netflix follows closely with just about 8%. This dominance is further highlighted by viewers consuming over 1 billion hours of YouTube content daily on TVs. Particularly, Gen Z shows a strong preference for user-generated content, with 61% favoring it over traditional TV shows. YouTube creators are also experiencing a significant increase in TV viewership with top YouTubers seeing a more than 400% rise in watch time on TVs. This trend benefits family-friendly YouTubers, especially considering children's high usage of TikTok. While YouTube leads in the living room, TikTok remains dominant on mobile devices, even competing with longer video formats. YouTube's recent achievements include reaching over 100 million subscribers for YouTube Music and YouTube Premium, over 8 million subscribers for YouTube TV, and surpassing 70 billion daily views on YouTube Shorts. Zone two workouts, a low intensity training favored by elite athletes, are gaining popularity. These exercises done at a level where you can talk, but with slight effort, Enhance mitochondrial efficiency, crucial for energy production and health. This method, highlighted in recent books and podcasts, aligns with our evolutionary history of prolonged, moderate activity. Zone 2 training, which can range from a relaxed jog to an easy bike ride, doesn't just improve athletic performance, but also offers significant health benefits. It's part of a balanced fitness routine that should include diverse workouts like strength and high intensity training. The method is effective for fat burning and has potential implications for longevity and preventing diseases like type two diabetes and cardiovascular issues. In business news, with record highs in the stock market, investors are debating the stock values using various valuation models. The S&P 500's recent performance raises questions about overvaluation. Models like the price-to-earnings ratio, which is currently above its 10-year average, suggest stocks may be expensive. Other metrics like the price-to-book ratio and the equity-risk premium also indicate high valuations. The price-to-earnings growth ratio and the cyclically-adjusted price-to-earnings ratio provide further insights. These models, combined with economic conditions and company health, help investors gauge market status. Notably, tech stocks like NVIDIA show high valuations, reflecting their growth potential. Overall, these indicators suggest a cautious approach in a market that might be reaching inflated levels. Capital One is set to acquire Discover Financial Services in a landmark $35.3 billion all stock deal. Forming a major global payments entity. This move positions them as the sixth largest US bank, directly competing with GP Morgan Chase and Citigroup. The transaction offers Discover shareholders a premium of about 27% over the recent closing price, with Capital One shareholders owning 60% of the new company. The merger expected to close by late 2024 aims to leverage scale and investment for competitive advantage. However, it faces intense regulatory scrutiny under the Biden administration's focus on boosting competition, including a 2021 executive order on bank mergers. Experts predict significant pushback, especially considering heightened regulatory attention on bank consolidation and credit card fees. In the finance world, cash remains king. Despite expectations of its decline, cash is holding strong, with investors pouring $128 billion into U.S. money market funds since the year's start. Corporate treasurers are also holding on to cash, with a record $4.4 trillion in reserves by the third quarter's end. This surge in cash holdings contrasts sharply with earlier predictions. The cash would lose appeal once the Federal Reserve started cutting interest rates. However, with policy easing expectations dialed back, cash remains attractive, especially in money market funds, offering returns of 4% or more. This trend isn't just a fleeting phenomenon. It's a reflection of a broader shift in financial attitudes post-pandemic, with more people recognizing the value of liquidity and safety in cash holdings. Investors and corporations alike are reevaluating their strategies, keeping cash in the spotlight for 2024. In the recent industrial sector update, Wheels Up Experience, a private jet charter business, emerged as the week's top gainer, soaring 80%, despite a year to date stock slump of 69%. This contrasts with FedEx which experienced an almost 12% decline following second quarter results that missed estimates. The industrial select sector and the Spider S&P 500 ETFs continued their upward trend with respective gains of 0.1% and 0.92%. Rocket Lab USA, an aerospace company, also saw notable growth up 18% following a significant government contract. The sector's top performers showed more than 11% gains each, with three out of five stocks in the green year to date. The performance of these companies highlights the dynamic nature of the industrial sector amidst varying economic conditions. NVIDIA, a leading artificial intelligence chip manufacturer, forecast a remarkable threefold surge in its quarterly revenue, far exceeding market expectations. This surge, driving Nvidia's shares up 10%, is fueled by strong demand for its data center chips and GPUs. The company's AI chips are increasingly sought after with major clients like Microsoft. Despite challenging macroeconomic conditions, Nvidia's growth highlights the significant corporate investment in AI technology. The company's market capitalization soared by over $129 billion, benefiting the entire AI hardware sector. Nvidia anticipates a first quarter revenue growth of 233%, surpassing Wall Street's expectations. The company's largest revenue segment, the data center grew by 409% to $18.4 billion, Despite supply chain challenges, NVIDIA continues to see robust demand with expectations of further growth as supply constraints ease. This performance solidifies NVIDIA's position as a central player in the AI industry. Moving on to a more local vibe. In our community spotlight on health and wellness, we are working with a national Pilates studio to bring you some free classes so, listen up. Check out Club Pilates with several locations in the San Diego area. Pilates presents a comprehensive wellness approach, cultivating strength, reducing tension, and elevating mental well being. Scientific research affirms its benefits. So, now you can check out Club Pilates for a free class with locations in Encinitas, Solana Beach, Oceanside. La Jolla, and more. Just be sure to tell them, Sunny Morning sent you by. And now, back to the show. Let's talk tech. Chinese automaker BYD is exploring Mexico as a potential base for exporting cars to the U.S. This move aims to bypass hefty U.S. tariffs on Chinese-made vehicles. BYD's consideration of factory locations in Mexico aligns with a broader trend of Chinese car industry expansion into North America. If executed, this strategy would allow BYD to leverage Mexico's lower labor costs and favorable trade agreements under the U.S.-Mexico-Canada deal. The move reflects China's growing presence in the global electric vehicle market, and poses a competitive challenge to US and other international automakers. Despite potential political risks, this strategic shift illustrates the dynamic and increasingly global nature of the EV industry. Apple's iOS 18 is poised to be a groundbreaking update, focusing heavily on AI advancements. Bloomberg reports it as one of Apple's biggest iOS updates featuring a new large-language model system named Apple GPT. This system is built on the AJAX framework, a foundation for Apple's machine learning projects since 2022. Additionally, iOS 17 has leveraged OpenAI's ChatGPT, hinting at enhanced AI capabilities in Siri and Messages. Rumored features include a smarter Siri AI-generated Apple music playlists, and AI integration in pages, keynote, and numbers for content creation. Apple's continued AI endeavors include hexed command photo editing and AI-generated animations in Keyframer. CEO Tin Cook teased future AI product announcements underscoring Apple's commitment to AI innovation. At just four months old, babies in bilingual homes display unique brain patterns, setting them apart from their monolingual peers. A study led by Boria Blanco at the University of Cambridge revealed that when exposed to speech, these bilingual infants show broader and more extensive brain activation. This study used functional near-inferred spectroscopy to track changes in cerebral blood flow highlighting differences in brain activation between infants raised in monolingual Spanish homes and those exposed to both Spanish and Basque. The bilingual babies not only had activations in the usual speech processing areas of the brain's left hemisphere, but also in the right hemisphere's corresponding areas. Interestingly, these infants reacted similarly to forward and backward speech. Unlike monolingual infants who showed more interest in backward speech, possibly because it was more novel. This early brain development in bilingual infants suggests they might be better equipped to differentiate between languages from a young age, a skill that could have long-term linguistic benefits. The study underscores the profound impact early language exposure has on the developing brain. Skyrise has introduced the world's first production fly-by-wire helicopter, the Skyrise One, revolutionizing helicopter control systems. This innovative helicopter is operated using a single joystick and a pair of touchscreens, simplifying the traditional controls. The underlying technology, SkyOS, automates various functions, translating pilot inputs and environmental conditions, into seamless four axis flight. Key features include a swipe to start procedure, auto pickup and set down capabilities and a fully automated auto rotation for emergencies. Skyrise CEO, Dr. Mark Groden highlights the groundbreaking nature of this technology, making helicopter operation easier and potentially safer. The Skyrise One aims to improve safety in an industry where fatal accidents are frequent. It is certified for instrument flight rules with a triple redundant fly-by-wire system ensuring stability and safety. Interestingly, the system is adaptable to other aircraft, making it a versatile technological advancement. Priced at $1.8 million with a 2,500 refundable reservation, The SkyRISE-1 offers advanced features compared to traditional helicopters. This could represent a significant step forward in aviation safety and accessibility. NASA is launching an extraordinary opportunity for citizen volunteers, a year-long mission in a simulated Mars habitat. This mission, set to begin in spring 2025, aims to prepare for real Martian exploration. Participants will reside in Mars Dune Alpha, a 1,700-square-foot, 3D-printed habitat at Johnson Space Center in Houston. The experience will mimic a Mars surface mission, complete with resource limitations, equipment failures, and communication delays. Volunteers will engage in activities like simulated spacewalks, robotic operations, and habitat maintenance. Applicants must be healthy, non-smoking U.S. citizens or permanent residents, age 30 to 55, proficient in English, with a STEM master's degree or equivalent experience. Compensation details are provided with the application, which has a deadline on April 2nd. This mission is a pivotal step in NASA's journey towards the first human journey to Mars. and in entertainment news. At the 2024 People's Choice Awards, Lenny Kravitz, now 59, was honored with the Music Icon Award. In his acceptance speech, he reflected on his unique journey in the music industry. Kravitz emphasized staying true to himself. Despite industry pressures to conform, he turned down early offers that demanded he change his musical style which didn't fit conventional categories. His success, a result of his authenticity and faith, spans over 35 years and includes four Grammy wins. Pravitz's mantra, never follow the trends, highlights his commitment to originality. He also expressed gratitude to his parents and performed a medley of hits, demonstrating his enduring impact on music. This recognition comes shortly after his nomination for the 2024 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, solidifying his status as a true icon in the music world. The abyss, now streaming on Netflix, is a unique Swedish disaster movie set in Karuna. Directed by Richard Holm, known for Nordic Noir, the film intertwines imminent geological disaster, with a deep dive into family dynamics. It stars Tuva Novotny as Frigga, a security manager at a mine who's balancing her challenging job, complex love life, and parenting. The story unfolds with a focus on her family struggles amidst local protests and personal turmoil, delivering a narrative that blends catastrophe with the intricacies of suburban life. Sounds interesting. Matt Damon, celebrated for his role as Jason Bourne, is keen on joining a potential new Bourne movie. Reports emerged in November about a possible new installment, with Edward Berger acclaimed for the movie, all quiet on the Western front, rumored to direct. On a late show with Stephen Colbert, Damon confirmed Berger's involvement and expressed enthusiasm about working with him. However, Damon, now 53, acknowledged the challenges of playing the action-packed role at his age, hinting at a possible future recast. The Bourne series, based on Robert Ludlum's novels, has seen Damon star in four of its five films. The new project, still in early stages at Universal, has no confirmed cast, but Damon is a likely first choice. Damon's recent works include Oppenheimer, Drive Away Dolls, and a forthcoming project with Ben Affleck. Rod Stewart, known for kids like Maggie May" and Do You Think I'm Sexy? has sold his song catalog, including publishing and recorded music rights, along with some name and likeness rights. The deal, nearly $100 million, was with Irving Azoff's iconic artist group. This sale comes amidst a surge in music rights investments, with Iconic raising over $1 billion for future catalog investments. Stewart's extensive catalog covers his solo career and time with Faces and the Jeff Beck group. Currently, Stewart, at 79, is on a world tour and releasing his 32nd studio album, Swing Fever. This transaction is part of a broader trend where music catalogs are increasingly viewed as valuable assets. Iconic, joining a competitive market in 2021, focuses on managing and enhancing value in these catalogs, including leveraging opportunities, like Linda Ronstadt's Song Resurgence from HBO's The Last of Us. The market previously reaching multiples of 20 times annual earnings includes major artists like Bob Dylan and Bruce Springsteen selling their catalogs. Stewart, previously in talks with Hypnosis, chose Iconic for his catalog ensuring his likes work's management aligns with his vision. Tyler Perry has paused his $800 million studio expansion in Atlanta, attributing his decision to concerns over the rapid advancements in artificial intelligence particularly OpenAI's text-to-video tool, Sora. In a recent interview with The Hollywood Reporter, Carey emphasized the need for regulatory measures to manage AI's impact on the industry. While he acknowledges AI's potential benefits, as seen in his use of the technology in two upcoming films, he expresses worry about the job losses it could cause across various sectors in the filmmaking industry, from actors to technical crews. Perry hopes for a balance where technological advancements and human labor coexist, underlining the need for compassion and consideration for those who have built their careers in the industry. This decision comes amidst Perry's expanding collaboration with Netflix, highlighting his cautious approach towards AI's growing influence in Hollywood. And that's a wrap for this morning. Have an amazing day, my good friends. Thanks for tuning in.